All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 307 Sports 1440. Orders Nation YouTube. Welcome back to the Jason Greger Show. Yeah. I've had uh, some funny uh, texts and emails. Everybody's a comedian today. I I will admit uh, some of them are quite funny. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll read this one and then we'll get to TR. Uh, hey, Greg, I just want to say uh, I commend you for uh, being true to your word and uh, growing out your hair. I would agree with you that it looks terrible. However, I should pass along. My mother, who is 77, thinks it looks very handsome. From uh, Charlie. All right. Well, you know what? Maybe her era. I could see that. You know? Also, I think kind of puts me maybe she probably thinks I'm close to the same age right now. That's. It's the other factor about it. So well, she has good taste, evidently. So we'll see. Was she wearing her readers though when you when she showed you the picture? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, only a few more days. It's nice. Uh, also, hey, uh, we got uh, uh, we're we're getting closer all the time to our goal to uh, for the GoFundMe for Robin Brownlee. Uh, he's going to have a celebration of life this Sunday, and uh, we have a pair of seats, great seats, where the orders attacked twice tonight. These are actually my seats uh, where the orders attack twice in the offensive zone. They're great. Uh, trust me, I've sat in them for uh, quite a few games. So if you want to go row, uh, row 17, pretty good seats. And uh, currently Mike has it at a steal at 200 bucks. So we always like to get at least face value for everything we auction off, especially if it's going for Bronte. So if you want to go to the game tonight, something sneaking suspicion. I think you'll see a few goals tonight, at least for the orders, the way they're going. They don't give up a ton. But uh, I could see them scoring at least four goals tonight. Maybe more. So, 
1440 if you uh, want to go to the game and as, as an added bonus, help out uh, Brownlee's family and after his uh, surprise heart attack a few weeks ago that uh, left his wife, uh, Anna Lynn, and uh, son Sam, now just trying to recover a little bit. Uh, let's welcome in our regular Thursday uh, co-host, of course, uh, former NHLer, eighth overall draft pick, two-time author, uh, starring in Shorzy, amongst other shows, and... Uh, had uh, one of the greatest uh, comeback stories in uh, pro sports here recently, uh, coming out of retirement after 21 years of pro hockey anyway, with the uh, the Growlers and the ECHL. Terry Ryan joins us. TR, good afternoon. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm writing a speech. I'm speaking in Banff tonight, uh, raising some money for the uh, Sports Club of Bow Valley. And I believe we're raising money for a lot of kids that might not have the opportunity to register for sports and pay for the equipment. What is uh, what is your speech going to be about comeback stories? You know, I I was going to wing it. I often wing it. Yeah. Um, Just write a few you know, bullet I, points I, and then kind of go off of that? Well, what happens, Jason, is that a lot of people, like the last speech I did before Christmas, you know, I get to the end of it and they're like, what, what about the, stories about being an author and i'm like people don't really go to the like you know there could be montreal fans there canadians i mean there could be shorzy fans there could be people that read my books there could be spitting chicklets there could be the jason greger show fans so what there will be probably a lot of those for sure well there's going to be people and we're in alberta right (laughs) so i I, it, so it it's often turns into a little Mm -hmm. q a so i like to tell a couple of stories that kind of you know, maybe from my book, not to promote it, but there's a reason I wrote it. I picked those, mem- you know, the, those memoirs for a reason. So usually maybe connect the dots, speak about, you know, when I started playing hockey, you know, in junior and stuff and that that move and close it with what I'm doing now. And the middle usually is up to the crowd. I'll read off the crowd and see what they want to hear. It's usually some Jersey stuff now and uh, some stuff about playing in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, let's get to uh, lots going on. Uh, you know what? It's it's been uh, you know uh, it's a terrible week. It's it's going to be officially announced, I guess, on on February fifth. But uh, the two thousand eighteen uh, London uh, party for the junior hockey team. These allegations have been out there for quite some time, uh, Terry. Now it, it looks like you know some players are going to be charged. They're going to have time to uh, to report to the uh, to the London police, and some players have taken uh, leaves of absence uh, with their team. Uh, you know, obviously, you want. Uh, you, you know, you would like to get some closure for the uh, for the alleged victim. Uh, you know, if the allegations are true, and then if they're not true, then obviously you want closure for the for the people involved. And you know, we'll see. There, there's been some, you know, some pretty in depth reporting going on uh, over the years, written about kind of you know what they thought happened without naming any names. Um, you know, hockey culture is one thing. I just think societal cultures, you know, not much different at times. Um, you know, we we really have yet to find an answer on how to curb sexual abuse. I think it's the biggest weakness we have in society. If I'm being honest, I haven't seen any uh, improvements there and hockey's part of it. I'm the, you know, like hockey Canada, I, I have a real issue with how they've handled the whole thing, Terry. And I just get a sense that I'm not sure they're going to change. I just think that they feel like we're hockey Canada. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. It's unsettling, especially when these things take so long to play out. I'm not undervaluing the legal process. I just mean, you know, because there's a lot of nuance to this. Some people, you know, are responsible for certain acts. Some people are associated through other things. So that's unsettling in itself. Now, from day one, man, 
I just I find it hard to get on board with Hockey Canada after all we find out. You know what I mean? Like it's one thing to learn from your mistake, but it seems like what's coming out of not about this particular case. I just mean what we do know is that a lot of things were hidden, a lot of uh, a lot of masking in the media. Yeah. You know, it's just it's not a good look and it's constant. You know, yes. and like you said, when will it change? I'm willing to throw anybody a bone and go, okay, we can't, we don't have a time machine here, right? Let's look back at what happened and make sure it doesn't repeat itself. And now you're finding out that over decades, similar sort of things, you know? So, I mean, with the holding back of information. So if an entity can't be honest with you, it's like I say about my friends, like my true friends, some friends I haven't seen in 20 years. Ryan Marsh comes on your show once in a while. There's one. I trust Ryan. I haven't talked to him in a long time. There's people I talk to every second day, but I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. And it's at the point that I don't trust what 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 Hockey Canada is laying down. Then, and I think that I think that's a break in connection with a lot of fans. You know what I mean? It's that uncertainty, and you could have just leveled with us at least on some regular plane that we could understand. And now it just seems like people were being, I guess, duped. Right? You don't want to be yeah. duped, and and you know it's Hockey Canada. You know, it's what we do. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, Terry Ryan joins us. Uh, Gr, the orders are going for number fifteen. They they can't lose. Uh, they came close. They did not have a good first forty minutes against Columbus, and then uh, the coach juggled his lineup, and they responded like they have. They mean dominant in third periods during this streak, outscoring the opposition twenty six to six in, in their fourteen games. And I really like Chris Knobloch, man. Like he talked about how coaches sometimes can overreact and change things up uh, too quickly. Usually, the players got to figure it out. But he says, "I just feel like we're stale." And I loved hearing that because it sounds so odd, but. You've won 14 in a row. Yeah, it's all great. But even 14 in a row, it can be, well, eh, Jesus, just take it for granted. And, you know, the orders, you know, you got another kind of below, well, not not kind of, definitely below average team coming in. And so he starts dry settle with McDavid and Hyman. You know, he's got Kane with Nugent Hopkins and Fogel, Holloway with McLeod and Brown and uh, Gagne, Ryan and Yanmark. The lines he ended last game with, but I love the fact that he switched and he just said, Hey, we're stale. And rather than wait till you lose, you're like, guys, let's try to keep this going here. So let's, you know, try to inject a little jump. Like you played on good teams. And even when you're on a good team, sometimes, you know, bad habits can creep in. So I think this is the coach trying to say, okay, before it costs us a loss, because eventually we're going to lose, but let's try to extend this another game or another two. I like the decision by Knobloch. Where do you come out as a player? Yeah, I like it, but because as a hockey player, I've been on those streaks. I don't know about 14 games, <laughs> but you know, you, you play long enough, you're on a streak, right? So you're positive. It's it's the, the way, see, in the back of your mind, you know, and, and I, this probably relates to a lot of hockey players, junior, semi-pro, pro, whatever, is like, because the goal at the end, is, in, in this case, is the Stanley Cup, is the Calder Cup, is whatever, right? And you know that the playoffs are going to be different. It's not like some European soccer leagues where, you know, the game's done and it's over and okay, we can move on. And if we finish in first, we win, you know, like it's so if you're not block or any coach for that matter, you've always got to be aware because it's going to be a totally different animal into the playoffs and you win 14 in a row. Yes. And of course they deserve all the flowers that they're going to get, but I just like the approach because, and it brings the players and the fans, you know, Fans, I guess, are not as important in this case, but it brings the the players. It, it checks them a little bit, right? You got to have checks and balances during the year, or it's not good. So even though we're winning, guys, here's what I think we need to do if we're actually going to win the Stanley Cup, and always think improvement. Don't get too 
tied up in the current success because there's valleys and peaks no matter what team you are and name me the most successful team ever they've had adversity during the year so i do like it if i was a player i would completely respect what he said he didn't say it in a in a negative tone or not maliciously or anything towards anybody he's just saying hey there's things some things that we need to do a little bit better and i like the word stale stale doesn't mean terrible just yep. means you know we're, exactly you know it, it means stale and it, he's probably right yeah, and you know, and, and let's be honest, it, it's against Chicago. Um, their third game in four nights, second half of a back-to-back, and the orders when they were victorious in Chicago two weeks ago did not bring their A game except Stuart Skinner. Right, they got outshot twenty-four fifty. Now they had two goals called back. One of them we definitely uh, probably don't agree with, but I, I look and then Hyman missed a wide open net uh, on the empty net goal. So I, I look at the orders, even though they necessarily didn't bring their A game. Uh, you know, they still capitalized on their chances. And Chicago is so banged up, Terry. Like, th- this is a game, and this sounds crazy to me. So I, it might sound crazy to people, so I'm going to ask you. Connor McDavid has gone eight games now without a multi-point game. Now, for most players, that's that's not even a story. But that's the longest stretch since he was a rookie to go eight games without even just two points because he's that good. And yeah. even though he's the greatest player in the game, like part of me is like the coach, and this coach knows him from junior that says, hey, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe this will jumpstart him and, you know, he gets a little bit of cookies because as great as the orders have played, the best news is that, you know, now McDavid's line is dominant. You look at shots for all those stuff. I get it. But I'm talking actual point production, which does matter. His is yeah. lower than it's normal for him. Right, it's higher than the ninety nine percent of the league, but for him, it's a little bit lower. And not that he's playing poorly, but I do think that that you know, offensive guys want to score. That's Connor McDavid gets paid to produce, right? Obviously, he's done a great job limiting goals, but at the end of the day, he gets paid to produce. And you know, I wonder if there's a small part of the coach. It's like you know what? Let's just let's try to get ninety seven feeling uh, even better about himself. I would think there is a small part of the coach and the player. I would you know. I, I don't I would never consider that greedy for a player to want to get their their points, especially a player like that. I mean, the back of my mind, again, in relative terms, I just remember being a, a player and, and in those situations. And you do want your cookies, right? I mean, that's it. You do get paid to produce. And in this case, you know, the whole world is aware that he's the best player capable of getting five points a game. He can go on a street and get 20 points in four or five games, man. No, I um, like, you know what I mean? Like he still might, he could still, he still might win the scoring. And I'm, I love what the other McKinnon is on fire. One of the best seasons I've seen Kucherov look at the other, but I'm still not ruling that out. And I don't think anybody else is including Connor McDavid and his coach. So yes, I, I would kind of, if, if I was ever a coach in some hypothetical world, that is the way I would want to handle it. I also want to add a little asterisk to that. As fans of the Oilers, if you've been paying attention lately, it, it, of all the stretches, you could have eight games with not, without getting multiple points. He's doing a lot of other things out there. Oh, like, yes. you know, Just going to the net. You know, the defensive things like hitting, you know, going in. And, you know, you can't say that about that each superstar with so much personal success, would still be out there battling. And you can tell that he's trying to light a fire for his teammates, in, even in the middle of a 12, 13, now 14-game streak. I just I think people realize that. I'm sure it's been talked about on your show. But I just noticed, like, there's slumps, and then there's slumps. There's John Tavares. Where are you? Yeah. Right? And I, I think that guy's been the, the picture of consistency over over the last – over his contract, I, you know, people knew five years ago 
that money would be a problem at some point. And I think until eight or nine games ago this season, he's been the pitcher of consistency. But if you're not scoring, you got to do something. You got to do something. Yeah. And you don't expect these guys to go out and get in a fight, but do something to show that bench, to show your fan base, to show everybody behind you that the fire is still lit. And McDavid is easily doing that if you watch the game. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I. The, their their total game, if we want to call it that, ha, has been very good. Um, the only, it's funny the, the the best part of his game has probably been uh, the defensive end for him. Uh, I, I don't see him cheating. I don't see a lot of giveaways there. Uh, his shots on goal are down significantly. Like he's on pace for a hundred fewer shots uh, than he had last year. Like that's a significant. Like and and for the last six years, he's increased his shots all the time. Like a little bit more shots per game, more shots per game. And and this year, it's it's a drop significantly. And uh, you know, like over a shot a game on pace for anyway. So I, I'm curious. To kind of see, like, as great as the orders are playing, I think their second half can st- – like, I'm not saying they're going to be on a, a win 14 in a row run, but c- could I see the orders have another run where they win 16 of 20 games? Yes, be- because I think we still haven't seen McDavid's dominance because of the offensive numbers. We've seen him dominate there, and and I think he can I – can, I think he can dominate defensively as well as maintaining all of his defensive play. Yeah, um – and it's not always the obvious stuff. When I see McDavid, it's like, uh, you know, if, if you back check and make a three-on-two, a three-on-three, dive and make a play and it goes the other way, that's obvious, right? But I mean in the – and maybe this plays into the, the, the lack of lack of shots, if you want to say that. But, you know, it's like um, having it on the wall and, and chipping it instead of trying to make a move, instead of trying to make – because you know that Dreisaitl, McDavid, and every other great offensive player are going to have – giveaways i mean that's just it you got to go for that pass you know eight of ten they're going to make it once in a while it's, you just don't want it to be in too bad of a position but i find mcdavid he's, he's making that play that even a third liner could make it and i, I mean in other words he's he, he could always take it and go and, and probably be successful right his odds are better than everybody else's but it's those just smart plays late in a shift say late in a shift coming down it's a three on three putting it in the corner and change it instead of, of, of trying to go. And he still, he might make the move, but I'm going to dump it in the corner. It's not flashy. It's not even land. I don't think it shows up in any statistic, but it's things like that. And that I think is what's setting the best example. And it's probably again, why he's not getting those shots. You know, you'd be a lot of times he's making those decisions. He could probably hang on and take a clapper or, you know, go for a high risk pass, but he's not doing it. Yeah. Jason Greger, Terry Ryan with you on Sports 1440. We'll get back. We'll uh, come back to uh, Ryan's rant and more on The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. 328, welcome back. Jason Greger. Connor Halley with you on uh, Sports 1440, live on Oilers Nation YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Terry Ryan, of course, uh, with us. Today, and it's time for uh, Ryan's Rant, brought to you by Action Electrical. And, hey, they're always encouraging you to take action on your savings, especially if you're thinking about solar on your residence, because you've had $5,600 free you could get from the federal government, but that ends in March. So if you're thinking about it, do it now. Otherwise, you're just going to have to cost yourself 5600 bucks more. That's not great. Plan ahead. Think about it now. Go to actionelectrical.net. Here is uh, Ryan's Rant. With Terry Ryan. Yo, so yeah, I didn't know what to talk about today when it came to a rant, so I figured 
you know, you and I often talk. I tell my buddies about how many, you know, I get some weird messages once in a while from fans of Shorzy or, like I said, the Habs or whatever it might be. And the last week and a half, being in the news, I've gotten a few especially juicy ones, okay? Okay. So good, bad, ugly. I'm just going to share some of the actual messages. Uh, these are there's hundreds like this, but just to give you an idea what my day is like. Okay, each day I answer these messages. Well, I don't answer all of these, but this is the kind of messages I get. Okay, here we go. First one: TR me you Vegas or TR me you Vegas on me LFG. So that's a pretty good one. I'm not going to do it, but this guy and he seemed like a respectable guy with a decent job. Now here's the next one. Hey, TR, great job, man. I was wondering if you'd like to join me and my girlfriend. We live in London. I'm thinking England could be Ontario. But this would be a Florida thing. Huge fans. We love the 10-inch blank. Now, does that mean that they want to take me down to join them in bed? I really don't know. It's an odd message, right? It's an odd message. (laughs) TR, I've started a business that's, that's surprisingly lucrative. Lawn chairs, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. What do you say I gives you a free chair if you makes a post on social media for me? I guess he's doing the Hitchcock voice. Yeah. I just need your address. And by the way, post during peak hours, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'll say that way. Shoot your shot, I guess. Hey, you know what? I'll make you a chair. But- <laughs> That is awesome. I love Use the, your platform. Yeah. Yeah. At the Sorry. prime time, please. At the prime time. I'm going to give you a free lawn chair, will you? <laughs> you, you didn't even offer anything else. Not even a ham sandwich. Uh, just, I'm going to get you a free lawn chair. Did, did he show you, you a picture? Of the, on your social media platforms, yeah. all of them, yeah. and peak hour, please. Yeah. Was there, was, there like uh, a, was there a picture of the lawn chair? No, oh. I did. I did get a bunch of chairs, pictures sent to me of, of chairs oh. from another. This this was a little bit different, but yeah, if you can believe it, two lawn chair offers. This was the best. Um, here we go. Yo, buddy, I think we can help each other. I have a podcast. I go on yours, you on mine. I'll talk about Shorzy, your books. I'll plug all of it. I also have a side business as a landscaper, and maybe we can plug that a little bit too. Let me know ASAP. And by the way, I only record Tuesdays. <laughs> this guy has this guy has 242 followers. Yeah. His last tweet on Twitter was 2020, and I couldn't find any mention of the podcast he speaks of. Although he does comment a lot on other people's oh, comments on, online, but that anyway, is awesome. So, yeah. We're, you come on mine, I'll come on yours, right? I only do mine on two Tuesdays, so you yeah. got to come on mine on Tuesdays. And, you know, I'm sure Bell Media are going to be pumped. Yeah, thanks for plugging Shorzy. We're going to get a lot of business from that, Jake. Uh, okay, here's a guy. Here's a message I got after the game. After the game. This guy clearly doesn't like me and doesn't want to see any success come my way. Now, this has gone on over the years. I get a message once in a while whenever anything good happens, right going back to when my book came out. And whenever anything bad happens, he's all over me. So after my ECHL game, I looked down. I had all kinds of great messages from fans of your show, of Shorzy, of the Canadians, of friends from me for life that never saw a hockey game, wouldn't know a hockey stick from a saw. And friends of mine, it was so much positive energy. And I'm not out of the dressing room yet. (laughs) And this one says, what's the big deal? A first-round flop gets a few shifts 
in a lowly ECHL game and everybody wants to kiss his ass. You're a nobody. I was pumped when I saw Shorzy was coming out until I saw you were in it. Now I'll never watch. Just go away. <laughs> uh, uh, so now he sent you that like he did. He, that's not a mail message. It's just Caesar? on. Yeah, I, I I can't even begin on the comments. Oh, this my. isn't a comment. This is a message to me. Oh, like okay? a DM. This one. This is a DM. Yeah. Oh my. This goodness. is why, like, over the years and over the years, what I've done, because again, I like interacting. I love things like this. By the way, side plug: if you're in Bamford, the area, we're doing a fundraiser today. I think I mentioned it. I'm speaking tonight, but that's my favorite to talk to people because it's actual human interaction, right? Yeah. But I, a lot of these people follow me, so. Over the years, they might message me and I'll, you know, say, hey, keep up the great work. Thank, and I'll go, thanks for listening to the podcast. But what I've done is the other day when something like that happens, I've opened the door for thousands of me- – that's why I had thousands of messages, right? They're only yeah. well-wishers for the most part. Yeah. But then these people come back. So this guy – I've blocked this guy six times, <laughs> and he keeps coming back with a new tag, a new handle, and fools me. And he sees when I open the message. So he says – this this is again over years. This is a weird one. So the first one in this series said, I'll knock you out. This is about 7 o'clock his time. So I know he's getting on the beers. I'll knock you out in a heartbeat. So he must have been upset I got in that fight. And then two hours later, he says, me and you, one last herder championship. That's a Newfoundland senior championship. He's, he's from Newfoundland originally. He hasn't been back there in like 30 years. Uh, this guy's in his 50s. Um, me and you, one last herder. Let's do it. Then two hours after that, you're a effing bum. A little bit after that, come to blank where he lives. I'll let you have my girlfriend for a night. I'm serious, dog. D-A-W-G-G. Right after that, I'm thinking about coming to the rock. We'll go out for beers, buddy. Me, bring your old man. Now I'm going, yes, bud. That's all I need is you coming over. Uh, you know, to let me know when you're on the plane and I'm going to lock up everything and leave. Uh, anyway. And then he, so I blocked that one and then he got a new account. And again, start, he says, you can't or never could lace up my skates. I pound you for weeks, you bum. And then I just blocked him again. Yeah. This guy keeps coming back. So do you know this guy? I don't know him. Oh, I've never, I, I, oh years ago, that is when I, awesome. yeah, when my book came out and he, he just saw, you know, I answered his message. Yeah. Right. I don't think that 99% don't turn into a situation like this. I enjoy the interaction and I often, it gets overwhelming when something like last week happens. Hence, I got to answer thousands of messages. But, um, you know, so over the years, right, and the multitude of, of, of messages and platforms, the odd person like this, what are you going to do, really? But he did come to an event once in Toronto, and it got weird. I, w- I won't get into it, but, you know, I had to have security oh, get him out. So you had a little bit of a anyway. stalker. That's never good. Oh, man. We could, well, uh, we could go through some messages, dude, over the years. There's been a few beauties. Uh, obviously, when you when you get to, to the level that you're at with Shorzy, and then, of course, uh, you know, the, the comeback story people. And I, I would say like 95% of the world, 99% of them are awesome, right? And I know you've had a few they said to kind of bring you to tears, what people will say to you too. But uh, I will say some of those ones are uh, are comical. The last one's bordering on uh, definitely stalkerish. But uh, also funny how he starts by saying you're losing and then say, hey, buddy, do you want to go for beers? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know what? Into let, let me think about it. I think you've changed my mind now. I really yeah. want to go interact with you. This is awesome. 
Oh. Yeah, this is great. And by the way, I'd love to take your girlfriend out. I'm sure that'll end up normal. You know, yeah, that's great. You know, so, so anyway, um, I do want to reiterate this, though. What happens a lot, um, mo- most of the messages are great. And like some fans or of the podcast and what whatnot, I'll once in a while have someone on like Corey Hirsch, right, who's had a – and I think like mental adversity. I, I don't know, again, because I talk about it a little bit. I went through concussions and – you know, I think it's tied the same. You know, there's depression, and anxiety tied in. And I often talk about my own anxiety. It's not necessarily depressing, but I like to harness the energy. I've often talked. That's why I write a lot and I don't mind doing it. Um, and it helps. So a lot of, a lot, honestly, at least half the messages of the plethora of them have to do with that. So I'm glad that at least the, the, the people that are listening that, that get back to me, it, 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 there's something that's real there. It's not just like, you know, smile and say Ted Hitchcock, right? It, it's like, okay, listen, when you had so-and-so on and you talked about this, I was growing up, this specifically thing happened to me. A guy phoned me last week in tears, right? And and so and now, not that I'm going to answer the phone every time. It said private number. I thought it was CBC or something. And he said, look, I, I need to tell you this. He said, when you went out there, I, I realized that anything's possible. And I quit my job from depression. His name was Paul. He wanted me to talk about it. He said, I'm going to listen to you on these platforms. And he said, I'm going to, I'm going to go back now. I, I really, I got a good job waiting for me if I want, if I want it. And it really inspired me. So things like that happen too. I don't want to downplay all of this, but no. there are some crazy, crazy ones. And it almost, I'm thinking about doing, like I, I got hundreds of these Jason over the years written down or saved on my phone. And I'm thinking about, um, not attaching names or anything, and putting out like either at least a chapter of a book. Oh God, yeah. To do it there, yeah. right? It'll yeah, be comical. Yeah. Be, uh, it'd be because you know what, and good and bad, right? Mix them up. Yeah, you get the you get the obviously yeah. the great ones, and then you have ones that are kind of like how not to interact with a human being. One oh one would uh, yeah. would be it <laughs> exactly for sure. So uh, that is uh, some of the I, especially right now with obviously uh, you know all the. Uh, you know, the growler stuff and everything and the success of Shorzy, I'm sure you get, you know, and it's great that the majority are still good, but there is a few funny ones in there that uh, that are fantastic. The, uh, you know, offering up the girlfriend one's probably a little odd uh, to say politely, uh, say the least. So, yeah, you know, you know definitely. Yeah, def- I want to make a note of that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, quickly, TR, with the, uh, and that was, uh, uh, Ryan's rant slash uh, tales with TR uh, brought to you by Action Electrical. Uh, Oilers, Blackhawks tonight. Are they going to fifteen? What's your uh, game day prediction oh, yes. before we let you get back to uh, to to the uh, to Banff and your speaking engagement tonight? My game day prediction. I've already made it. I already put a bet out, bet down the Oilers by four. So hopefully, oh by four, thinking big time. By All four. right, yeah, yeah. All right. Again, again, I know it's a bit of a stretch. I'm not just taking Chicago have NHL players on their team. But, you know, that's where the money was, and I see that it's a possibility, and I'm going for that. I don't – by the way, I often talk about gambling on here. I don't gamble huge. I like to do it, and it helps me stay engaged. But I'm talking, like, usually, like, five or ten bucks. Right? Yeah, yeah. But when, in this particular case tonight, I think I spent $22 on that bet, and it'll come back at over 100 Ooh, Anyway. 22 Nice. So you just had to get it up to 22 to get it over 100 Was that your Was that your strategy? Yeah. At play Alberta and, you know, outside? I – All right. Yeah, yeah. So I often play, and I often. It's actually, it keeps me engaged with the games, and and I, I don't. I'm not saying I need gambling, but it gives me a reason to watch it. And I get into the, the football pools because I really get confused there. And that helps me stay on it. Um, MLB, I'm pretty good, and I'm in a few hockey. But the hockey's the thing. Like I know hockey more than 
most of the other sports, but you got to know it in depth if you're going to come on and, and criticize it and talk about it. I, it really resonated what you said. I was watching about P.K. Subban. I'm like, P.K., you should know that more than anybody else. I hated people. Re- you're going to report on me? You didn't even see the game? Yeah. You're just looking, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're doing it as a player? Like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Yeah. I used to really get upset. I told you how much I, I cherish reporters that are good. Some people would just say something. I'm like, man, you got no base to that. You don't know. You didn't see the game. You didn't listen to my interview. You did, Right? So yeah. P.K., you know, I think he should – Watch what he says if he doesn't have all the uh, info. Yeah, yeah. You you can be exposed for not watching the games when you make a statement like that as a as a national uh, as a national analyst for sure. Tr, great stuff, my man. Have a good weekend. Uh, enjoy Banff. Uh, are you going skiing? No, I'm not. But I I go up to the ski hill. I'm not a big skier. I would if I had to. But I'm going to go up Hot Springs and uh, just take it all in. I used to spend some time here when I played in Red Deer, a bunch of Newfoundlanders. My good buddies moved out after high school and did the four or five years in Banff, yeah. and one guy's still here. Oh, okay. Nice. So uh, I really enjoy the area a lot. Well, I'll have a lot of fun there, and uh, we'll chat with you on Monday. Okay, sounds good. See you later, Connor. Thank you, Jason, and thank you, Edmonton. We'll see you soon. There you go. That's uh, Terry Ryan. Uh, join in for a few segments today because he's uh, speaking in Banff. Oh, man, that's some fu- funny stories. He had showed me uh, he's got a few other ones that uh, – Probably when he when he does an event could uh, could share them. Some of those were or even the PG ones for sure. Uh, quick break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll speed things up. Uh, the racing report is there's lots to get to, man. Oh my goodness, there's lots happening to uh, discuss there. Also, we'll get to the orders and more. We'll update you on the uh, on the auction item we have today. You want to go see the orders in the Blackhawks and help the Brownlee family? We can tell you how to do that. On the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Rolling right through on a lovely Thursday afternoon. It's game day on Sports 1440. Coming to you live in the E-Well studio. E-W-E-L dot C-A. Your local electrical distributor for all your electrical needs. But also, even the, because they have the brand new facility, they got a little extra storage space. So if your project's a little delayed and you got all the stuff and you have no place to store it, well, give them a call. They'll help you out. E-W-E-L dot C-A. So, there you go. Uh, let's get now to the uh, racing report brought to you by Can Torque, and uh, they have the uh, new and improved uh, website. Just like a car, you know what? Sometimes you need a little bit of pit stop. Got to uh, fix things up, go quicker, go faster. That's what you get. And also, as a bonus, uh, all of the uh, racing report you can watch it live at CanTorque.com. As uh, Colin Livingston joins us uh, in studio once again, and uh, Colin, we're inching closer to another start of uh, of the racing season uh, in you know in North America for sure, in F one and India, NASCAR, and all that. However, uh, there is some racing going on, and uh, yeah, you have the uh, Dakar Rally, which has been going on for uh, for quite some time. And uh, Christina Gutierrez became only the second woman to win it, and she won it though in Saudi Arabia, yeah. which, uh, as anybody knows, is not necessarily the most uh, equal opportunistic country for women. I absolutely love this. We talked a bit about this last week of how, you know, we won't really, you know, there won't be true equality until women can get into the same equipment as men and demonstrate that, you know, the car is stupid. It doesn't know who's driving it. Um, But this is awesome. You know, absolutely uh, magnifies the the accomplishment, the fact that it happens in Saudi. Like Saudi isn't a bad country. I've been there. I love it there. But you know, definitely a long way to go for uh, sexual equality for sure. And uh, for our listeners, what's like what's the Dakar Rally? So it's um it's a cross country event. So that they basically drive off road mostly. They're driving through the desert. They're yeah. driving through. 
um, you know, uh, back, back roads and, you know, like dirt and gravel and rocks. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's off road competition. Uh, Rolex 24 is at Daytona, um, uh, this weekend. And, um, just hearing that name still makes me kind of shudder. It's one of the most awesome events in the world, but it's difficult. In what sense? As a spotter, as a driver, um, and sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Just the second you said that, I just, uh, that, that was the first race that I ever worked as a dedicated spotter. I had done like some corner spotting, yeah. but that is without question the most difficult race in which to be a spotter because. And just wait for our audience who doesn't know what the spotter is, the guy who's in communication, you know, your driver's in the car, the spotter's up at a higher, kind of looking down over top of the track so you can explain what's coming to the driver. Uh, giving him a little bit of advance notice of all of a sudden there's a crash coming up in turn one, et cetera. Crashes, you need to let them know if there's cars beside because in a lot of the cars, like these sports cars will, you know, a lot of them have mirrors, but the body cars, the drivers are restrained. They've got their Hans device. They can't turn their head. So they rely on the spotter in a lot of cases to know where the cars are around them. Yeah. If, if, and, and a race like Daytona, these sports car races, there's four categories of cars. So there could be, you know, really a 20 second per lap delta between the fastest cars, the prototypes and the, the slower cars. That is a crazy closing distance. But factoring all that, the spotter, I actually did the measurement from where the spotter stand is to where the back straightaway is 900 meters away. You're looking almost a kilometer away at cars that are approaching 180, 190 miles an hour at night. And not only are you doing that, during the event, as you're trying to, as, as the race is running, they cook off fireworks, which is really distracting. There's all kinds of bugs that fly in your face. You have to stay up for, like, I think this, the longest stint I did, um, I started at 10 o'clock at night, and my stint didn't end until the, the driver actually crashed the car just past 4 o'clock in the morning. I was hallucinating when, when we were, the, we would go under caution, and I would just kind of be sitting there. I was, like, physically exhausted. And all of a sudden, I started seeing things happening in the infield, huh. and they actually weren't there. I'd kind of shake my head, and I'd look, and the, the things were gone. Like, it is crazy, crazy, crazy difficult, and that was the first one that I ever did. I'll never, ever forget that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And so you'd mention as a spotter because you're trying to pick up your car with three other classes of cars on this track at the same time, right? So every car, now you're going faster. So now you're trying to tell the guy, hey, a car's coming up on you or you're coming up in a vehicle. But when you're in different classes, there are significant different speeds. Yeah, you have to, you really have to be able to tell. And again, you're you're looking almost a kilometer away when those cars are on the back straightaway at three o'clock in the morning where it's pitch black and you can only see a little number board. The teams, most of the, the higher budget teams have gotten really good at putting some kind of LED on the car so it's easier to pick up. But like, I don't care how good your eyes are. Trying to see two cars side by side and knowing if your car's the one on the outside or the one on the inside you can't From a kilometer you, away. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 super difficult, but it's such a great event. Like um the the field is packed with IndyCar drivers especially in the prototypes, but yeah, like it it's an endurance race. It it runs yeah. 24 hours. So, you know, a driver will generally do a 1 to 2 hour stint and sometimes they double them up. They'll do back to back especially for the the really good drivers. Um but you're really only out of the car for like maybe 4 5 max six hours that's not enough to really fall asleep that's not enough to get like you can go lay down that you know there's there's motorhomes and all kinds of things but the crews they're up yeah so they get up in the morning way before the race they run all 24 hours and aside from like little cat naps everyone's awake like on on the crew side of things it's it's brutal uh moving to f1 the uh, Spanish Grand Prix, which has been held in Madrid since uh, 2026, uh, or is going to be held in Madrid, excuse me, in 2026. But Barcelona events being there, and it's also, so there's going to be two of them in 2026. Is right. this going to be, are we going to see two in Spain long term? They're hinting that that might be the case. I, I don't think it's possible. I mean, Germany doesn't even have an F1 race anymore. The only country in Europe that that has seemed to manage two races is Italy, Um so it'll be, it'd be a real shame to lose Barcelona. They've really improved the track. That was the traditional uh, winter testing ground. So the teams know the track really well. It's not far outside of town. But what it seems like F1's trying to do, because the Madrid track is going to be a combination of street circuit and permanent, they want these events to be held in town so that they become you know more of a, a global event with. Um, you know, more tailgating and parties and all the rest of it. But I, I, I'm not a big fan of Formula One on street circuits. They just don't race that well. And again, like we talked about a couple, couple weeks ago, these cars are so stiff and they're so rigid. They're, they're not agile at all. When you're trying to put those cars on a street course, they just race like dogs. They're, they're not fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. Um, Charles Leclerc has re-signed, but they didn't announce for how long. Like, no. I'm assuming this is going to be a multi-year deal. Yeah, it's. he said in his post, um, his contract ran through the end of 2024. So he yeah. had this full season under contract. They're talking, like, I mean, the implication is that he said he's going to be wearing the, the, the red for um, multiple seasons. So, you know, whether that's three, four, five, who knows, Um but they still don't have science under contract. They're tiptoeing around the fact that they're trying to work out a deal. Um, it sounds like they still want to offer him one, maybe two, but science is saying that he doesn't, he doesn't really want that. He wants to sign more long-term. So 
that second seat definitely is not locked up. Which will be very interesting because you've talked that you think there's some drivers that uh, Ferrari might be looking at because you think like, you know, Albon, for instance, if, yeah. if he's in a good car, he's top 10 in a car that isn't that competitive. Yeah. Put him in a top car. How good could he be? Yeah. Albon, Gasly, and they're a lot younger. So, yeah. um, and they've never been in top tier equipment. So now science has had uh, whatever it is, three, four years with Ferrari and hasn't really, you know, he's got one win in Singapore, um, but hasn't really shown I mean, the car hasn't been great, you know, granted, but you know, Leclerc's won a handful of races over the last couple of years. Uh, science has a lot of damage and he, he tends to crash a whole lot more. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting. It's, it's great that we're getting so many, so many drops. Um, there, there's a ton of this, you know, almost every day there's a new story coming out. Some of it's silly though. Uh, season six of the drive to survive, uh, gets going in uh, less than a month now, February 23rd. And after a season like that, that was so predictable after a few weeks, like, I, I wonder what can they do to, I can be very curious. Like they might just have to create some drama to make you want to watch it because there really was no drama on the, like, unless you're talking about second, third, fourth place. And you mentioned signs a few times, like there is a few instances where you're just like, what? Okay, sure. But for the most part, there wasn't a lot that, that I, I wonder like for our listeners out there, how many people are, are that intrigued? Just keep watching drive to survive. Like when it first came out, it was unreal, but like the last, last season I watched it and I was kind of like, meh. It didn't really grasp me, so I, I'm definitely less, you know, interested in wanting to watch it this year. I, I probably Create will watch drama the first on one. Drive to Survive. I know, I know. No, never they happened. would never, never they happened. would never manipulate what happened for the sake of you know trying to make entertaining TV. <laughs> well, I, they're I, smart. I haven't seen the like. I stopped watching after about season three, just because I know, like, I watch all the races. I you know get a pretty good feel for what happens behind the scenes. So whatever they whatever they put out is kind of old news. But yeah. for a lot of people, that is their rate. Like, that's oh, how they sure. watch a race yeah. season. So, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I don't really know a lot of people that still watch it. Like, once you kind of get in, like, that was a great gateway to get people yeah. watching races. And now they watch the races themselves. And they're yeah. like, well, I don't really need to watch it because I watched the race. And that's kind of the point of it. So I think the point of it, though, is for newbies who maybe are like, well, ah, geez, I don't know. Watching uh, Drive Survive does give you a little bit more interest and insight into yeah. the to the race if you don't know anything about the sport. And then you're like, okay, now I can watch the next. Like you could watch this year and be like, okay, now I kind of know what's going on. So there is yeah. that. If you feel like you don't know it, then it's definitely beneficial. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's no bad way to get people watching racing. So no. uh, before we let you go, I'm uh, down at Cantor. Um, you guys, uh, no, you do a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, I study loves the nut runners, but um, you got the machine. You got a machine shop coming. We're we're yes, we've started. Yeah, we're um, we took possession of our first machine. Uh, you know, recently uh, spent a long time getting it uh, set up. So we're starting with a, a three axis CNC mill. Um, we're you know we have plans to expand, but what it's going to mean? Like we've been pretty proud to make you know a lot of our products in Canada um, and mostly in Edmonton. But now we're actually going to be able to produce some of these parts and pieces within our own shop, which is like super, super exciting. Oh, when's that going to get started? Yeah, again, it's started. So will you produce your own nut runners? The nut runner is not something we're going to make in-house. Um, but our, our hydraulic wrenches, um, you know, because we've only got one type of machine right now, we can only make certain products. The the mill uh, will only work on, you know, mostly flat things. Um 
But in short order, we're hoping to add a lathe and some of the other uh, pieces that we need. You know, I don't really have any aspiration to build every component because we're happy with the, the people we work with. But it's very cool to know that we can, with very short notice, can, you know, take a look at a thing, have a drawing made up, have material in a machine in a lot of cases same day and actually create an accessory or uh, a custom part or, you know, to be able to fix something. That broke. Will, you, will you be able to build car parts? Uh, in theory, yes, but we're not a car manufacturer. Uh, not, no, it's not, just not meant for you when you're crashing, you know, on, on your cart. So uh, if you'd have any pieces that you could do there there might be some <laughs> there might be some uh some some carding bandages yeah, uh, made exactly. up for sure yeah, yeah. just a few backups just in case just right? in case makes yeah. sense yeah, i like it all right man have a good week thanks as always it's a racing report brought to you by cantorca when we come back some not good news in the wrestling world we'll uh we'll get to that uh after connor halley in a sports 1440 update brought to you by fountain tire your one-stop shop, of course. You need new tires. You need your tires changed. You need your tires fixed. They do it all. But also, any mechanical issues, don't hesitate. FountainTire.com. They'll help you out. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.